their goal when they get into this business for most of them, at least when they talk to me is I want to get out of my job and I want to be able to control my time. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to travel. I want to have this lifestyle. Okay. Then let's focus on your highest dollar productive activities and the highest, highest producing properties to get you to your goal as quickly as possible. What's up, everybody? My name is Mike Shogren here with my co-host, Emmanuel Pani. We're part of a group of specialized real estate investors you've probably never heard of. We didn't start with deep pockets or wealthy families, and we don't rely on 401ks, mutual funds, or traditional real estate investing. In fact, many of us don't even own the properties that fund our freedom. If you ask the money experts out there, they'd say what we do is impossible, yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through a new niche called short-term rentals. We are Short-Term Rental Nation, and these are our secrets. Hey, Estimate Nation, are you interested in adding more properties to your portfolio this year? If so, you need to check out Vintory. These guys are making a big wave in the SDR industry, and we even had Brooke, the founder, on the podcast. Earlier this year, Brooke released a book on inventory growth, and it's already an Amazon bestseller in three categories. It's called Zero to 500 Properties in Five Years, because that's exactly what Brooke did with his own management company. Now he's sharing his secrets with everyone and making it easier than ever for you to grow your portfolio thanks to Vintory. Vintory is the first and only software and service platform designed specifically to help Airbnb hosts and property managers recruit homeowners and add new properties to their rental programs. They can help you pull lists of vacation rental homeowners in your area and then market to them across multiple channels. From landing pages to chatbots to meeting booking tools and more, Vintory is here to help you collect leads. Inventory has a state-of-the-art CRM with marketing automation that can help you track your leads, communicate with them across your whole team, and so much more. The system can even automatically follow up with your leads instantly. Wouldn't it be nice to know that all your homeowner leads were getting contacted right away? The best part is, is if you sign up now, you can get a free homeowner marketing list and a free owner landing page. And with a 60-day money-back guarantee, Vintory makes it completely risk-free to try it out. Plus, Vintory sends you a $50 Amazon gift card just for taking a demo. Take the first step and get Brooks book for free by visiting Vintory.com str. That's Vintory, V as in Victor, I-N-T-O-R-Y, dot com slash str what's going on str nation welcome back to another episode of the short-term rental secrets podcast i'm your host mike shogren here with my main man and brother from another mother mr emmanuel pani what's up b my brother so good to see you for people that have been listening to us for a little while uh you're back at the chalet in the sky which is the property that made everything where everything was born from and so it's nice to see property uno Property numero uno, yeah, where Mike was still doing all the build out of all the furniture. Uh, so putting in these floors, right? I remember, <laughs> yeah. crazy, but yeah, man, life is good. The market's really shifting, you know, especially on, on a residential investment side. Uh, big kind of cool off, especially if you're going through the MLS searches and you're seeing like all the price reductions and, and the relisted or back on the market. Uh, so it's definitely an interesting time. I think are you seeing hefty cuts yet? Or are they just kind of like a little five grand, ten grand drops? Yeah, like these 15, 20s. You know, yeah. what I'm mostly seeing is my ability to go in under asking and my ability to negotiate on repairs after inspections. And the mm -hmm. biggest thing that I'm playing into as a buyer's agent now is the fear. Right. Because yeah. that is the great opportunity that you have when you're buying. Am I too now. late to the party to unload this thing? Or is it going to get worse? Like if you refuse this offer now, is the next offer going to be 20% lower than this one or 30% lower than this one? 
Because, right, if you're looking at all the big companies, they're buying single family houses, so invitation homes and so on and so forth. They all are on a buying stop for the next six months at least. And they're underwriting 20% drop in the next three to four months and probably more aggressive over the next six months. So it's very interesting. At the same time, you know this about me, I suffer from low back pain and low back injuries. And so since we got back from Nashville, my back has been acting up again. And it's such a beautiful reminder for me about how sometimes we have plans and you come back from an event and you're all jazzed up and then your body has other plans mm -hmm. and you got to just surrender, right? Because there was literally times like last week, towards the end of the week, I was having a hard time walking again. And then you realize I'm like, okay, my body needs what? Needs rest. I need to take care of myself. And sometimes, you know, like the plans, you have plans, but the, the beauty and a mentor of us always used to say this to us is like, he who is most flexible, she who is most flexible wins. And you can have the plans and maybe you came back from the, from the event in Nashville and you were like super fired up and then life happens. And it doesn't mean that the fire is gone. It doesn't mean that your, the possibilities that you were seeing for yourself have been taken away from you. It's just that life happens when life happens, right? Like you can't necessarily be like, I'm ready now, make it happen now. It doesn't yeah. always happen like that, right? And that's why I put it in my talk. And it's like a shameless plug for our mastermind, obviously. But like, that's why I said masterminds are so important because you come, you go to these events and you come out on like a high and then you get back home. And at some point life smacks you back in the face and you kind of lose that momentum. But when you're in a a group of people that are constantly keeping you in that energy and constantly supporting, encouraging and challenging you. That's what helps you continue to move the needle, whether it's our mastermind or somebody else's or whatever, like you need that group. Like if I'm in a funk, yeah. I can text E, I can text some of the other guys in our pod and just be like, yeah. all right, like I'm struggling here and they'll just pull me back up. Like we need that support group. There's exactly. You look at any super successful person you'll see memes on Instagram all the time about it. Like there is literally no self-made man or woman no. like it's it just a village it yeah. doesn't happen man 100 percent. so just just i thought of that and i thought it was like kind of interesting because i know like i've been at fault of this a lot after events and if any of our people that came to the to the event are feeling bad about themselves after this first two or three weeks because maybe you haven't done as much as you wanted to since you got home just just chill just Take a breath, go back to your why, and, and also realize that at the end of the day, it's where the effort goes over time. So as long as you keep putting the white, white pebbles and it's white pebbles day or green days versus red days, at the end of the day, what matters is do you have more green days than red days? And that's all you should focus on. And then that's 1% better every month. Let's say one month you have 20 green days and 10 red days. Okay, let's make it 1% better next month. And that's, and that's the game, really, because you, you yeah. can't aim for perfection, you know? And sometimes life happens and, you're, and your back hurts and you can't think and you can't write an email. <sighs> life happens. I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but usually, at least for me, and I was actually having this conversation with one of my students because uh, she actually missed the event because she got shingles and she was hurting for like a week mm -hmm. and a half, like in yep. agony. And I was like, I know you don't want to hear this, but everything happens for a reason. So like, take that time to reset and like reevaluate, like, where are you? And like, where am I going? Like, I know for me, sometimes when life smacks me, 
it's like that reminder to just pause and be like, okay, am I still climbing the right ladder or do I need to readjust and like, just evaluate, like, where am I going? Um, yeah. not to get too like philosophical, but yeah. like use, use those moments. Like yeah. they happen for a reason. I really believe that. So, yeah, exactly. You know, so, and kind of carries us nicely. So as, as you guys probably know, AirDNA released their kind of market update, overall market update. And, and we thought it was important for us to have that conversation. Cause again, there is a lot of fear in, in the marketplace in, in life right now in general, right? Inflation all type of housing bubble, complete recession, so on and so forth, which are, we're not, again, I'm not an economist. Mike is smarter than me, but he's also not an economist. So these are just our opinions, but we're at least been in the market long enough over the last, especially me, the last 12 years. It wasn't always the last two years, right? So just kind of talking about that and just kind of. Yeah, so just to, just to highlight some of the numbers, again, that AirDNA put together, you know, this is their May 2022 summary. So like the available listings, so the total number of properties available reach 1.34 million, which is up 24% year over year. Okay, so there's 24% more properties listed on Airbnb and Verbo and these platforms now versus 12 months ago. Demand is up 17.9% year over year. So the amount of properties went up 24%, but demand is only up 18%, okay? Occupancy was down 8.6 year over year. So a little bit less than May of 2021. Average daily rates are up 4.6. So occupancy is down a little bit, but average daily rates are up a little bit. Revenue is 23.3% higher year over year and still 65.8% higher than 2019 pre-COVID. And Knights book were up 2.8% year over year. Yeah. So you see, to me, and also when you look at the article, right? Like if you got this email from AirDNA, what does the AirDNA email read? Because it's 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 all clickbait. It's marketing. Right? They want yeah, you to open it. Clickbait, right? So it's like occupancy down, what does it say? 86% or or something crazy like that? Where is the email? Occupancy down drops 60.7% nationwide, right? So if you're somebody that like just goes off of that one number, you're like, oh my God, what did I do? And now you go in here and you're like, okay, available listings are up, which is part of the things they're asserting. Demand is still up. Average daily rates are up. Revenue is up. So is it, how bad is it? Is it bad? Or is it just telling us that a lot of people got into the market, which we, we knew, right? And that what Mike and Bill talked about at the conference as well. It's not about oversaturation. It's about how you dif differentiate yourself and how you provide a better quality product or experience to your guests. To me, all this shows me, all I see is demand is up, average daily rate is up, revenue is up. Perfect. If you go back and listen to the last two years of episodes, how many times have you and I talked about our prediction that more people are going to get in the game and it's going to get more competitive and the people that don't elevate their properties are going to get left in the dust. I've been screaming that for the last three, four years and the last two years on this podcast of like, mm -hmm. because the cash returns are so good that at some point, everybody's going to figure this out. Like, Hey, this is the, this is the new way to go for real estate investing period. 
Yeah. And now we're starting to see it, but it doesn't mean that you need to freak out. It just means that you need to evaluate your properties and the next deals that you're going to do and make sure that you add in a little extra budget for the furnishings and the decor to make it stand out. Yeah. Like this place looks really cool, but honestly, we're going to do a refresh and level it up again. Yeah. Like that's but why I'm up here. Like, was, I'm scoping it, it was... out and we'll be refreshing it soon. But it was at the top of what it was three, four years ago when you got in the market. You know what I mean? And that's also the thing that people need to understand. For this business to make money, it's a business that you constantly need to have hands on. And, and it doesn't have to be necessarily like you might be going from creating system hands on, but the systems are done. And you need to turn around and see where you where you begin from. And is that still the best that you can do? Or did the market change on you? Or is the expectation different? And that's, that's to me where people die is, is the, the operators that do it once and then sit and like, okay, well, this was done. Cool. All and that I do now in, in my business, right? We've got 43 units now in five different states, two hotels. <clears throat> All that I do is I have two staff meetings a week. I have a meeting on Monday with my managers and I have an all staff meeting on Fridays with the whole team. All that we do with the manager meeting and we rotate it, but one week we'll look at all the detailed, detailed financials, all the revenue, all the expenses for everything. And then what we do is we go for any properties that are struggling. We go through rank breeze and we have all the comps set up in rank breeze. So I can see what all of my comps are getting booked at. Like what did they actually get paid? What was their true ADR that they actually got booked at? And we just analyze like our pricing right there. And then the team goes in and adjusts it based on that. And then we review all of our KPIs with everybody on the team. What's our month-to-date revenue? What's our month-to-date occupancy? Where are we at 30, 60, 90 days out? What's our average response time to guests? What's our average length to stay? What's our average booking window? Do we get any negative reviews? We review all those in detail. I literally just run the business through KPIs in two hours a week. And then we evaluate based on comps in our markets, where do we need to adjust and where do we need to level up? Like, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. But like if, if you're not paying attention to that, you're just flying blind. It doesn't take a lot of time, but it just takes that boring, intentional discipline to do the same thing week after week after week to look at your numbers and know where the hell am I and where am I going? That's it. Yeah. Especially once especially, you've built the system and the team. And especially if this is your, and especially if you're somebody that came up to me at the event and is like, my goal is to replace my income. My goal is to replace my my brother's income or my my best friend's income. So we we're both able to make this much money from this business. If that's your goal, you need to be involved in your business and where attention goes, energy flows, right? Tony Robbins always talks about that. This is that aspect of it, right? Another thing is like, again, I actually think it's a great time for buyers to buy properties now because at the end of the day, the rates are still lower. You can negotiate. There's a lot of fear in the marketplace. You actually have time to think because we went through a phase for 18 months, especially in South Florida, you couldn't think like you, the property was up 24 hours later, it was 18 offers. What are you going to do? Right? So now you have time to think. And like Mike said, go back into your numbers, but also start looking at the numbers as run on 2019 numbers. All I'm seeing is us going back to 2019 level of occupancy. The rates, the rates are, are still really higher. Exactly. So that the rates are better for you. So just run it on a more conservative occupancy. So if you've been running an 80% occupancy, which is wild for hospitality standards to begin with, 
average hotel occupancy is 60 percent that's and that's been historic historic yes. like they're happy like if a hotel if a big hotel chain does 65 percent they're ecstatic is it's on the top performers right so that's what you have to go back to because it's just like again there is a lot of economic things that are also impacting impacting travel within the u.s right you have inflation so the cost of living has gone up the cost of gas has gone up the cost of travel has gone up what mike and i were talking about also is the cost the u.s dollar is feeling is doing very well so also for international people it's not as economical to fly into the states to make a, to do a vacation here right so there is a lot of things happening and that's also why I think Bill at the conference was very, very open about the fact that in these moments, you need to start having some cash in reserve, just in case. We I have a whole module in the mastermind program about that on how to effectively manage your money, right? And it's based off of Profit First by Mike Michalowicz. If you haven't read that book, Amazing go get the book. book. And I just... I take those principles and I show the members like, here's how you apply it to our business. Like all the income comes in and then once or twice a month, it gets distributed to these different accounts. One's a tax account, one's a profit account, one's an expense account, one's a reserves account, yeah. one's an owner payout account. So like when COVID hit, like we were fine because yeah. we were following that system for three years. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like and we had those reserves and, and we still know, got bookings, but what when everybody else freaked out, I'm like, well, we're aren't you putting money away in reserves? And they're like, well, yeah. I guess. And I'm like, yeah. well, clearly you weren't. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And and to me, the the most magical part about that book, right? And and I we've had a lot of guests on the show that have read it and highly recommend it. But is the fact that it it begins going back to what I was saying earlier in the smallest of increments. Right. So you can have a profit account where you're like, I am putting 1% of the money that comes in into that account. The, 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 the point that he really tries to drive home, which is the most important thing, it's not the percentage, it's the habit. So discipline. And then once you start running your business on 1% less, then 2% less, then 3% less, then 5% less. And then you can get to the point of like, okay, my profit margin is 15%. And then you're going to get there. You're going to build there, but it has to be, you need to fall in love with the process guys. Like there is nothing like there is, especially now that we're going into like maybe a more difficult time. There's no better time for you to actually be passionate. Cause again, it's very easy for you to call yourself a vacation rental operator or a co-host or whatever you call yourself. If you haven't been through any rough seas, this is the moment, right? This is where your SOP come into place. This is where your team comes into place. And now we really see like who's who did the work to do things well, like who actually built up a business that has legs, that has character, that has values, right? And has the right people in there. The other thing that I'll say is it's all it's always a good time to evaluate your portfolio. And again, you only know this if you're looking at your KPIs, but I know we've gotten rid of properties over the years that just weren't very profitable. And we're just like, no, like, again, Mike Michalowicz has another book called The Pumpkin Plan that it's like literally like cut the bottom 10% and just it gives you more freedom to work over and on over. finding yeah. more higher end ones. Right. Yeah. So like that's that's how Jake Walsh did it. Right. Like he, he would constantly cut 10%, like the bottom 10% just constantly got got cut. Just exactly. Because as you continue to grow, you get more overhead, you get staff, you have mm -hmm. accounting and taxes and everything else like 
I would rather have 10 properties that make that generate 150,000 each a year in gross than 50 properties that generate $40,000 a year gross, right? I don't know what the total math was. I'm just throwing out numbers, but you get yeah, what yeah. I'm saying. I'd rather have less less units yeah. that are more profitable than just be able to say, "Oh, I have X number of units." I don't care. Mm-hmm. How much how much profit are you generating? Cuz for yeah. most people, their goal when they get into this business, for most of them, at least when they talk to me is I want to get out of my job and I want to be able to control my time. I want to spend more time with my family. I want to travel. I want to have this lifestyle. Okay, then let's focus on your highest dollar productive activities and the highest highest producing properties to get you to your goal as quickly as possible. Yeah. That's 100%. it. Yeah. And, and now you're actually... So I tend to be a glass half full type of person, right? So in me looking at this, this, this air DNA numbers, if you scroll down towards the bottom of it, it'll show you the top 10 US markets where they were added. The most amount of listings were added by net increase between May 22nd, 2022 and May 2021. For Lauderdale, right, that is a half hour south of me, it's here. And it says net increase 3,830, which is 31.3%. That as a professional property management company, that excites me. You want to know why? I know for a fact, 30, if I'm being, if I'm being kind, 30% of those people have no idea what they're doing. What does that mean? That the people like me, like Mike, the professionals in this space, that's why in a recession, companies grow. You just got to be focused and you got to know what you're doing. And you also have to have the moral fortitude and the courage when everybody shrinks to expand and when everybody ex- expands to shrink. Right. And there is another thing that somebody from the conference was like, oh, I love listening to you. And Mike, you have so much courage in what you do that it inspires me. And what's funny is like at the beginning to me, the beginning courage that it takes from go to a W2 to your first unit or the one to three unit, that takes so much more, mm-hmm. so much more courage than it does 100%. to where Mike and I are now. The courage for Mike and I now has shifted into continuing to grow, continue to push the envelope, continue to expand. But the initial after courage, bigger dollar properties, commercial properties, just whichever right? the envelope. But in a sense, we are more calculated now and we have less to lose and we're more we have more to lose in a sense. And so we're more more careful. Right. If you're at the beginning and you're taking the leap, don't discount it. Realize that this is the most courage you've had in a while and that is inspiring to me like it, honestly that's what i was so charged up after the event because it was those people that really are at the beginning part of their journey and i recognize it like because i remember being there i'm like that takes so much courage like so much courage for you to like say no to a w2 or, or start planning your exit from a w2 job or actually four properties in being like guys i'm done you know and you just gotta stay and the energy going into this moment of recession, because if your SOPs are right, your team is right, and you've really studied your fundamentals, I think you're going to thrive. The other thing that I just want to point out, and again, all the way at the bottom of this article, it says, as of early June, overall demand is up by 12.8% for this coming summer when compared with the, the demand booked for summer of 2021. 
and it's up 21.8% compared with the summer of 2019. So again, like the email, it's very clickbaity to get you yeah. to read it. But like when you actually read it, it's like, oh, we're actually on pace to have another amazing yeah. summer. Like 2021 was ridiculous. Like we were setting Insane. records for every property. Like yeah. Same. Crushing it. Yeah. So if it leveled off a little bit or went down a little bit, like it is what it is. But based on what this is saying, like demand is up compared to last year. So yeah. it's That's a good sign. At some point it's going to level off and soften a yeah. little bit. That's just part of business cycles. Yeah. But if you run your numbers and again, I tell our students analyze 2019, 2020, 2021 and year to date. So mm -hmm. you're looking back over a wide window because that whole 2020 through 2021 was quite an anomaly. So compared to 2019 all the way through, Mm -hmm. and analyze it based on worst case scenario. Yeah. Like just do that yeah. and you'll be ultra conservative and then you'll have the icing on the top later. Yeah. Because also like by not being ultra conservative, you're not fooling anybody else but you, right? For you to start underwriting properties just to make them work. Especially if you're co-hosting under promise and over deliver. 100%. Nothing is worse than if you tell an owner, Hey, this thing is going to bring in 80,000 and you bring in 78, they're going to be pissed. Yeah. But if you tell them, hey, it's going to do 70 and you bring in 78, you're going to look like a hero. Night and day. Like, don't Night do that. Day. Yeah. And it's also like the understanding of like, if your system, again, I'm sorry, guys, but if your system and your SOPs are right and your team is right, you don't need to hustle people into the door. Your results will speak for themselves. And you got to let the natural time it takes for you to grow a business to happen. Right. Like, and, and again, I can't stress this enough because like, I think people put a lot of pressures on themselves. Mike knew me, like I did just the villas exclusively head down, didn't look at anything else for years, years. Like, like I know every unit, like the back of my hand, but because I did nothing else. Right. I was in love with the like I am in love with the place. Right. I fell in love with understanding everything, how everything works, how to make it better, how to sell it better. Right. But then I talked to somebody on the phone now. I'll close 90 percent of of reservation calls that come through, even if I don't no, no longer do reservation calls, because I know my avatar so well and I can relate to them so well. Right. So like this is the moment that you fall in love with your with your avatar. You understand how to create a better directed direct booking site, how to better speak to the person that you're speaking to. So then again, in all the noise, there is your property and your property speaks to that one person. And again, Mark Simpson, I've been diving through his book, the book direct playbook, amazing book. And he talks about the biggest thing that he hates is people being like, my ideal avatar is anybody that pays me money. That's such a small minded mentality versus you being like, I service this family that plays tennis at this academy or this academy. And they stay with us for seven to 21 days. And they like the fact that we have kitchens and washer and dryers because their kids sweat all day at the courts and they, they wouldn't have anywhere else to go. Right. Like if you are a mom and you and I are talking right now, I just hit every single point that matters to you. Right. Your kid can live from the apartment. You open the front door. You can watch him walk across the street, cross the road and go to the courts. What else do you want as a parent? It's funny you brought that up. I was working on the new one of our new websites last night with Boosley. We made a separate one for the Florida house and I was reviewing it. Um, Mark put it together for us. My Mark, not Mark Simpson. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, so 
we wanted to just kind of go through that, break that down a little bit. Our market softening, 100%. Would I still buy? 100%. You just got to know your numbers. And if you're playing it for the long game, like if you're trying to get in and out in the next 24 to 36 months, I, I wouldn't do it. I just wouldn't. Mm -hmm. My strategy right now, I'm a long-term buy and hold investor. So okay. if my balance sheet goes down a little bit over the next 24 months, I'm okay with that. As long as my cash flow is still strong because mm -hmm. that's what I care most about right now at yeah. this point in my career. So as long as you understand your strategy, there's always ways to make money in real estate. You just got to know when to do certain strategies. Mm -hmm. So the quick plays I personally would not do for yeah. a little bit. Unless um, look, the only quick play that I am a lot, because that's the other thing with me, right? If you work and you're one of my real estate clients down here that is looking to buy a vacation rental, you know, I have no hair on my tongue. So I'll tell you as it is. So the only stuff that I'm allowing you to buy right now, it's things that we can do serious value at. So it's a three bedroom. We turn into a four or five bedroom. It's a great house in a, in a bad condition, in an amazing neighborhood. So again, we're going back to like good fundamentals, like solid real estate fundamentals never change. Uh, buy the mm -hmm. ugly house that you can make money on and then underwrite it aggressively. Like if that first offer doesn't make your stomach rumble a little bit, then it's a little bit too high, right? And this is how you have to do it. If you want to buy something in the next six months or just keep your cash, run the properties that you have well, visualize yourself getting more properties than the six months and just wait. If you don't want to ride the waves, don't ride the waves. Just let it let it settle a little bit, you know? Yeah. But it's not right or wrong. No. Just be it's careful. It's just analyze the data, get the right people around you. The, the only other thing that I'm going to add because I so many people have been sending me DMs about this, so I'm glad we're covering it right now. But yes, prices are going to come down, but interest rates are still going to go up. They're projecting a bunch Multiple more raises. Yeah. So if if your interest rate goes from six right now to say seven and a half or eight by the end of the year, your payment on that property is is almost going to be the same because you're buying it for less later. The value of properties is adjusted based on interest rates, essentially, because it's the buying power of the buyer. Mm -hmm. So, yes, the property may be worth less. But again, if your strategy is to hold it long term, over time, the property is going to go up. So just remember yeah. that as well. Yeah. And again, you got to do you. You got to figure out what strategy is for you. Yeah. I will definitely purchase at least one more property before the end of the year, possibly two, um, just because that's what we're going to do. So yeah. and um, and. And also, I there is something that is already happening is that the in a, in a contraction, all talent gets fired. So if you're somebody that's a good operator looking for top class talent, this is actually a great time for you to find it because big companies fire whoever they need to fire, not really caring how good of a talent they are. So there is a great chance in any recession for you to scoop up really good talent. So one is you have to keep your talent that you have that is top class and keep paying them well. But two is the fact of keep your eyes open for other talent that might be coming into the workforce just because there is a contraction in other areas, right? Because, for example, across the mortgage industry, we're seeing a lot of layoffs. There is a great opportunity that you have a good implementer that used to be in the mortgage business, for example, right? That you can get access to great talent that you wouldn't have access to now just because the market is contracted. So I think I think we're leaving people off and I hope this is this is the case. I meant it as it's still good news. Just be careful. 
you know, it's just like when you run in the rain, you know what I mean? Like there's a chance that you're going to fall, but like, just, be, just be careful, you know? You just got to do your homework, man. That's all yeah. it comes down to. You just got to get the right deals. I'm excited for next week as well. Cause we, I actually mentioned them a little bit earlier, but next week we got Kevin Ma, the founder of rank breeze on talk about, some of the updates to Airbnb, how you can optimize your listings. Cause I, again, I've gotten a lot of DMS from people about like, Hey, since Aird since Airbnb did this update, like my bookings have been tanking. I don't understand what's going on. So I talked to Kevin yesterday and um, he's like, yeah, I'm happy to come on and, and break all this stuff down and, yeah. and give you guys some nuggets. So that'll be a good one next week. Yeah. Um, and we'll tie well with this one too. So now we, we told you a situation, then we'll tell you how to fix it and, and how to like weather the storm. So I think it's, it's, it's a good, kind of segue into it 100 percent. and uh if you have not gotten your tickets yet for miami you're going to want to do that we're over 70 percent sold out and we haven't started running any promotions or any ads which we're going to turn on probably in the next two weeks um again i'll put the link down in the show notes but i think it's just miami.strwealthconference.com um yeah. and get those tickets. e and i will be down there it's going to be a blast much smaller event. So it's a lot more intimate, hundred people, uh, six sessions, uh, incorporating a lot more networking and fun. That was some feedback that we got from people like, man, the, the conference is amazing. We just wish we had more time for networking. And I'm like, I wish we did too, but we just couldn't with the venue. They kicked us no, out. No, it, it, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But I, so think, I think it was perfect for what the people needed at that time. And I think now, you know, what I mean, like the people that are really interested in in investing in the evolution of themselves as as operators and, and short term rental owners. Yeah, and you Julie's know. flying all the way back from Australia for that one again. I, I can't so. believe it, but I'm excited to see her in in Miami. Um, there's yeah. not going to be a, well a mechanical bull. There'll not be a mechanical bull for her to ride in Miami, so we'll have to find something else. But <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure we could put something together. We got we got some ideas in the works. Um, yeah. The other thing is if you want the recordings from the Nashville event, you can still get those. Just go to strwealthconference.com. I believe the link is on there, or it's definitely in my Instagram bio, and I'll have it down in the show notes as well. But we, I think we're going to sell them till the end of July. Um, excuse me, until the end of this month, June. And then we're going to take them down and probably use them at some point for next year when you get a ticket. We'll, I don't know, maybe do something with it. But if you want those recordings, um, grab them now. I know that they just came out yesterday, so they're done. They're available now. So I saw a bunch of people tagging me on Instagram. Mm -hmm. I still don't even have a copy. I texted Chris. I'm like, where the hell is my copy, dude? Yeah, I'm going to take care of everybody else first. So <laughs> I'm like, all right, well, I want mine too. So yeah, uh, that's, that's it, man. But again, thank you. All of you truly appreciate you guys. Hopefully this was valuable and uh, we will see you guys next week. Hey, STR Nation, if you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to hit that subscribe button and leave us a review. And in the comments, let us know what topics you want us to cover on upcoming episodes, and we'll make sure to get that in the books for you. And if you really want to learn how to launch, automate, and scale your short-term rental business, if you want to go deeper, then check out our free masterclass at strsecrets.com.